Welcome to Storytime with Jeff. Today we're coming live on location from Wildberry Farm. Um, I am Jeff Rabinowitz, um, a real estate entrepreneur, legal shield associate, and deal facilitator. There is nothing I like much more than drinking whiskey and talking real estate, and that is what I intend to do. Nothing stated during this podcast is intended as advice. If you wish to apply an idea to your situation, that is on you, my friend. Get appropriate counsel. I can be contacted at realestate at farmerjeff.com. I'm not spelling it for you by now. It'll be in the, in the, um, uh, the notes if you, if you need to look it up. I have a, um, email is, is the best way to get uh, in touch with me. I have a Facebook page titled Damn the Recession. And I have a series of blogs on Bigger Pockets titled Confessions of a Private Lender. I wish to thank Jeremy Burgess, the founder of Renegade Detroit Investors, for recording this episode and making it available. If you are local to Southeast Michigan, please come out and meet him. The Renegades meet on the first Tuesday of each month. This month, uh, November of 2016, they will be at Shields Pizzeria in Southfield. Jeremy, how do, how do people get in touch with you? Hey, folks, if you're interested in attending any of the local meetings, go to facebook.com forward slash Detroit Investment Club or hit us up on meetup.com forward slash Renegade Detroit Investors and you'll never miss a meeting. Okay. I, 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 w- I want to say a special thank you uh, to Mark and Diana Tomes who have invited us out over to their farm and allowed us to commandeer their bonfire for this uh, evening. Mark is a upcoming real estate star who has been doing a very nice job documenting his current rehab. Mark, uh, please introduce yourself and our vast audience and tell people how they can reach you. Hello, folks. Mark Tomes. Uh, get a hold of me by phone at 248 686 6837. Or email me at tomespropertygroup at gmail.com. Wait, wait. What's your blog, man? Oh, blog. Yeah, your blog's great. com. Do it one more time. I talked over you. com. Thank you, sir. Sorry about that. And we're also joined by uh, Tommy Desmond. Tommy Desmond is a local builder, um, investor, Hi. landlord. I. What else do you do, Tommy? How do, how do they get you? He murders whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> With with the heroic constitution, he I certainly does. Quote. <laughs> I am a licensed agent with Keller Williams. I'm a licensed contractor, and uh, we have a, a limited serial... time here. But keep going. <laughs> don't, don't hold it against me. And I am a uh, a serial uh, investor with uh, rental holds and uh, flips as well. And now we're actually starting to do new construction too. We just got our approval for uh, being a vendor for uh, Ritzcraft as prefabricated home construction. Yeah, I, I think I think I know a guy who's got a, a piece of dirt where you might be able to put I, one. I of think those I think we might be doing something now that uh, next uh, next Wednesday is when we uh, can start talking about that. So. Cool. cool. Well, we, we so we, so I we can't talk about it now. We can talk about it, but oh. as far as actually putting numbers I, together I, about I, the well. lot that you may or may not have. <laughs> Oh, good. I, I, Allegedly. I didn't, really, I didn't really want to talk about it tonight anyway, so it's great. Right. Yeah, but, but it's uh, – um, what, what the uh, – um, t- today our, our, our other special guest is um, from uh, the Isle of um, – Island of Isla. Um, it is a a large island to the west of um, Scotland, and I, I did this bit already, but it's not it's not Ireland. You got to – when you hit Ireland, you back up. It's a lot smaller. It's a lot smaller than Ireland. Um the um um it's from the Ardbeg Distillery. Um, this this is a, rec- a a fairly recently reactivated distillery. Um, 
this particular expression is called Ugadal, the, the dark brooding one from, uh, um, the, um, it's also the name of Lock Ugadal, the, the lake to the north of, um, the distillery. Um, Ardbeg does a lot of very peated, um, whiskeys. Um, this one has, um, a fairly peat forward, uh, character. It's, um, um, they use peated whiskey. Um, peated barley uh, most of the time, but actually because the um, uh, Lake Ogadal flows over a peat bog, the the water itself picks up a fair amount of peat just just on its own. So we're we're literally drinking the Loch Ogadal. Right? Well, a, a little less than half 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 of this bottle is part for, it came came from that Loch because this bottle I, I didn't tell you this before. Uh, any idea what the proof is on this one? Uh it's. It's over. I mean, it's, is it, I don't know if it's a cast strength, is it? I don't know. It's pretty close. Pretty strong. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 I'd say sixty-five, maybe. Not, 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 you don't. You don't. You won't usually get that out of Ardbeg, and 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 basically, uh, Scottish whiskeys in general rarely will get over sixty. Okay. Um, the um, and, and we and well. Now I do. And well, that's half the battle. part of it is, uh, uh, well, I didn't plan on going there, but what the heck? I didn't plan on doing this here tonight anyway. So what the, um, but, uh, um, Scottish, uh, the, the, the climate in Scotland is, 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 is very mild. Um, you can, you, you can get, uh, whiskeys over 60% in Kentucky. It happens fairly regularly. Um, uh, when you get to the, First off, it, it gets very hot in Kentucky. When you go to the seventh floor of a rickhouse in Kentucky, you add 25, 30 degrees to what the ambient temperature is. So you're basically a little short of hellfire. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really happen in a, uh, 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 in a rickhouse in Scotland. So, um, in Kentucky, what happens when the, um, when the temperature gets really high, water tends to get driven off faster than alcohol. Okay. So, 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 the, so the proof goes up. Oh. Um, in Scotland, actually, the the, the the longer it ages, the proof tends to, to drop because it, it sticks around. The water's not going anywhere. It 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 it, it, it just. It's a more consistent temperature. Again, in, in, in Kentucky, you get you get hellfire and um, and and freezing. So uh, and it goes back and forth and back and forth. And in, in Scotland, it's always just kind of chilly and damp, you know. So it's, it's but but it stays like that most of the time. So yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, so you get a very different type of uh, maturation. It, it, it's it's why you rarely will see a very young. Uh, um, single malt whiskey. Yeah, so, okay, that makes um, sense. but anyways, um, and Ardbeg, the, 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 the it's one of my favorite standard release. Well, it probably is my favorite standard release from, um, Ardbeg. They, they, they do an annual release every year that's a little different. But, um, what they're doing, this is non-aid statement. Part of it is, again, this is a, a recently activated whiskey, um, distillery. They don't have a ton of, of, of very old whiskey. They sell, they sell it. They don't, it doesn't stick around. So they, they don't have it to mix um the interesting thing about peat is that um is that for a peated whiskey um the peat fades the, the, the longer it ages uh, mo- most of the flavors the sherry the wood the character um increases but the peat actually dissipates so if you got had a really old like a 20 year uh peated um uh, single malt whiskey you're probably not going to taste a whole lot of peat in it. Um, a, a while ago, in fact, Tommy uh, was was on that show. We we were, we were tasting 18 year old and 20 year old um, uh, Highland Park whiskeys, and the peat fades away a little bit um, mm-hmm. uh, because 
say peat is a very volatile compound, it dissipates. I mean, I can tell you the scientific reason, but I'd, I'd bore you to death. So, <laughs> but, so I still like the way it smells. Yep. It smells amazing. Yeah. And so, 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 what do you, what do you smell? Man, it's like there's a sweetness. I can't quite place it, but it's almost like a a can. It's like candy with can, candy, candy fruit. It's fruit. Yeah, I got a, a sherry, cherry. Yes, cherry, cherry, like yeah. cherry, yeah. but not the not the sweet like cherry wood smells. I don't know if that makes any sense. And and with Ardbeg, there's always there's always a present smoke, mm. and and we, we say we're the you, peach you, is you, amazing. You guys can see this uh, this this bonfire behind us, right? I mean, to me, this is a perfect um, whiskey to drink in front of a, a campfire on kind of a crisp night. I mean, it's just you know the time he was talking about you know that he wanted to bring out his kilt and and uh, and and, and do it like the like like the, like the like the Scotch really did, but you know he, he didn't have enough kilts for all. Pass out we around the we fire. We didn't take him up on yeah. that. <laughs> this is our first truly fall night too. I think of the year, right? Like I, officially yeah. call it like I, fall. I think we call it. It's official. It's official now. It's, be, it's a beautiful temperature. Tomorrow. So so, yeah. so anyway, Ugadol is it's 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 also a mixture of um, Ardbeg will use bourbon barrels and and they also use sherry uh, barrels. Uh, aging the whiskeys in different barrels. For this one, they, they it's a marriage of the different types. They don't tell you how much of each, and they're looking for a certain profile. But they're to me, I can tell. Um, I've I've drunk enough whiskey that I can tell, and I'm getting better at it. But man, um, if you guys like this stuff, let us know because I I'm willing to practice for and take, it for, say, take one for the team. Can, can you just practice every day till you get better? I, I don't really <laughs> drink every day, but but we can do the, we we can do these every week if you guys want, if, you, if you guys want to hear them. I, I think, I think I, Ardbeg needs to reach out. We can get a sponsorship going. Ardbeg, here. give there, us there, some there, there give us go. some there, of that there, scotch there, money. There, there you go. I mean, uh, um, okay. What 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 I what um. This um, was was put together on on, on fairly short notice um, because I made the mistake of publicly saying that I don't like to plan. So my my lovely friends here uh, <laughs> surprised me last night and said, "Okay, we're going to do this over at a farm, and everything you were planning on doing, throw it out and rewrite it." <laughs> so so I I kind of did part of it. I wrote a couple titles and a couple notes, and we're just going to talk about shit. So <laughs> no no, so, you just got an advance on. Number seven and number eight. That's you got those ready now. So yeah. So anyway, what what I was thinking about is um, we're I, everybody at this table has been a landlord. Um, uh, we we've had very different types of properties and everything. Um, one one of the, one of the topics that um, people seem to be feel very strongly about uh, is uh, is a concept of, of cash for keys of uh, of giving somebody a tenant a tenant um, a holdover uh, a squatter uh, if you need to get rid of them cash to, to vacate a house um, you know, a lot of times you get uh, you get the, the the pushback well if you do that it's akin to paying a bribe it's immoral because you're gonna you're gonna corrupt this this poor little tenant and lead them down to more immoral behavior you know like kind of kind of like a gate Gateway corruption kind of thing, you know. Mm. But uh, um, and uh, on the other hand, it, 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 uh, it, it, uh, the the eviction keys. process is often <laughs> a very time consuming and expensive process. And I'm kind of curious, uh, uh, Jeremy, have you ever used uh, cash for keys? I have used cash for keys dozens of times. So. Uh, you might want to tell well, you, you, but you, you, that, that, that's on your higher end properties, right? Yeah, no, not really. So. <laughs> 
Uh, I used to have a bunch of rentals at one point in time. And um, unfortunately, when you don't know what you're doing, especially in the beginning, uh, you make a lot of these mistakes. And as unpleasant as it can be to pay someone who's already stolen from you, it is also incredibly pragmatic, especially in Detroit. When if I do it that way, at least I ensure when they leave, all the shit's still inside the house. So it's not just, uh, I know people don't like it, but uh, it's very pragmatic. Cost less than eviction. I don't have to get a dumpster. And all the important shit stays behind. So I do get how the unsavoriness of it. And it's not my favorite thing to do, but I'm incredibly pragmatic about it. And it's highly effective. How about you, Mark? You 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 you, you ever paid anybody to get the get, get the heck out of your house? No. Never. never. Paid anybody. No. Would, would you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so so you, you don't you don't have any moral moral problem with it if it if, if the situation presented? Well, it sucks. It does suck. I mean, <laughs> it, it does suck. Like Jeremy said, you're paying somebody who is stealing from you, yeah. and you're you're giving them more, but they're going to take more. They've already proven they're going to steal from you. So if you don't want them to steal your shit more and destroy your house, then yeah, I, I would definitely do it. How about you, Tommy? You ever, you, ever, you ever use the tool? I have not, for any of my own personal uh, properties, uh, had to do it because most of mine are higher end with uh, tenants that don't usually oh, and, have and, that and, issue. And, However, and higher end tenants never steal from you. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just uh, less likely. I, I, no, I really haven't. I haven't had really? any of that. No, you, you've never had a tenant that overstayed a lease? No. Ever? No, I've never had any of that. Honestly, okay, the usually re- the, what the, happens the, in my world is that they, uh, you know, because of the nature of my tenants, more often than not, I'm selling them houses and they're moving out of my properties and I'm buying them other houses. So they're actually out of the house <clears throat> for a month or two, but they're still paying rent because the lease no. isn't up. Um, but I have had to do cash for keys for clients. Uh, well, at least, you know, bring bring the idea up to them and let them do it. I haven't been involved in dealing with when, it. When, when they're buying a house and there's a squatter there? Or? No, I mean, when they've got tenants that won't leave and they're like, all right, well, we need to put this back on the market. We need to get somebody else in, but they won't go. What do we do? Like, well, you know, as much as it might suck, I mean, the reality is, is like it's pulling a Band-Aid off. I mean, it's yeah. got to come off. I mean, you want to pull it off nice and slow and drag it out, or you want to rip it off and deal with it all up front and get it. And typically, every time I've had to do it, which has been, I mean, a dozen times at least with other other with clients, uh, I mean, what the, the question is, is like, all right, if you get them out, what you can then do is get somebody in the house, make the house perform again, so you can mitigate your damage as much as possible. Or you could just drag this out and potentially lose an, an AC unit or you know copper or just have holes, you know, whatever in the walls. So. I like the analogy; it's a good analogy. Just rip it off, get yeah. it over I mean, with. Honestly, it's a shit that's sandwich. What it is. It's the <laughs> just stuff it down and swallow, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, so, I mean, that's it. Have you do, do do most of the clients take your advice, or do they do they have to learn the hard way? Uh, I had. I had I had one. I had uh, one that uh, was very morally opposed to it, and it was he was one of those guys. He, now he had a lot of units, and he's very wealthy, and he's also um, he's also a guy that I have watched spend uh, six figures in legal fees to recoup five figures in lost money solely because of the principal. He's not an accountant. accountant <clears throat> no, he's an angry Italian <laughs> who, who is just like, he will spend a million dollars. I think I was on the, him over the other grand. side of that, actually. Yeah, yeah. In fact, <laughs> well, at, this at, is also at, a guy some point, guys, if you, if you really like this stuff and you, and you keep it going for a while, someday Jeremy and I will tell you a story. About a year and a half. 
It's a good one. <laughs> Once the statute of limitations uh, expires it's and all it's that a kind fucking of Greek tragedy. Is what it is, but it's a good one. <laughs> but, so but, anyway, the, the guy who ended up not taking that advice and rolling forward, he didn't actually see anything because the guy was a pro tenant. He dragged it out, then he paid a little bit more, and it was realistically, I mean, the guy was in the house for eight months and he oh, got two geez. months worth of rent. Yeah. And Ooh. when when he ended up leaving, what, what the house uh, he like? left with like the the toilet was smashed, and it was uh-huh. like, I mean, it was just like he had to spend a couple grand on top of it in Reno anyway. And if he had just given the guy some money to get out a long time back, he would have been out, and it wouldn't have been a thing. But yeah, well, um, yeah, say, after the fact, he told me he was like, "Yeah, it was a mistake, but I don't care. Screw that guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, hey, I, he paid. I I, I, I kind of understand that kid. I was kind of that day, kind, guy when I when I was a younger man, but um, that. that that, that I, um, it was like I, I was so much older then. I'm younger than that now. I mean, I, I, if it came up, I would totally do yeah, it. Yeah, you know, Dylan just got you know, a Nobel Prize though for 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 saying stuff like that. But it's um um I I was I mean I knew the right way, man. I was that guy that that I I knew right from wrong, and God damn it, I was going to do it right. Um, I consider wrong losing money. Yeah, I'm that's right from wrong to me is that's the wrong. That is the well, wrong. Again, so the faster the, we can get away from wrong, the better. The, 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 the older I get, the less moral certainty I have or care about. You know, it's uh, <laughs> like, 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 like you guys say, it's it, it's a it's a lousy situation. To me, it's a tool. Now, personally, I've only used it once. Kind of, and uh, um, some of you. Th- th- I, I did write this st- uh, story up on Bigger Pockets. Uh, Jeremy knows of it. Uh, d- you, you guys haven't seen. You, you guys don't read my crap, do you? I read some of your stuff. On <laughs> I, I don't think I've read this one. Though, no. ha- 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 have, have you read the Cash for Keys story? No, I haven't. Okay, I have, well, but that's okay. I'll pretend. Yeah, I didn't well, know. let's say I know. I know Jeremy knows it, and um, um, I'm 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 going to tell you a little story. And now now I look at Cash for t- uh, uh, Keys is basically it's a tool. Um, I hope I never have to use it um but like other tools that i have i like collecting ways of structuring contracts and ways of doing things most of them i never use but every once in a while a deal comes together where the tool is oh that's why i learned this you know cash for keys is is one of those tools i hope i never it never comes up but if it comes up I will probably use it. Um, so I, I had never offered it, but so I, I, I had a situation where I kind of, kind of used it, um, <laughs> but, but not, Sorry. not, 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 not quite. And, and, and I hope, hopefully I, I won't blow the story and tell it story. out of order. Yeah, don't but do But anyway, so I, I had a, um, a fairly long, uh, term tenant and mo- almost all my tenants are multi-year tenants. It's just, uh, you know, I I tend not to like to talk to my tenants all that much, so I kind of stay out of their lives if they're paying rent. Um, I leave them alone. They tend to stay for a longer time. I mean, it kind of it kind of works. I mean, I you know I I'm the kind of guy that I I don't like people in my business, and I get it when I get a tenant that uh, that that doesn't like people in their business, so I stay out of the business as long. And really, if they're taking care of the house and and paying the rent. That's really all I have to know. <laughs> you know, I that, mean, that is your business. It's yeah, you know, screw with your business. Yeah, you and and, and, business. and vacancies are bad news. So if I got a guy that really doesn't want to talk to me, but he takes care of the house and he pays the rent, I'm good with that as long as he keeps on doing that. So anyway, so, so anyways, this was this was a long term tenant, um, and he gave proper notice to to to, to quit. Um, um, he 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 was moving on. Um, he was a he was a single guy by that time. I I'm not sure. If, 
I don't recall if he got divorced while he was there. I think he might have been recently divorced when he moved in. Um, I, I do know that when he moved out, there were wedding albums and everything, and, and they, they were left behind, and I called him, and he, he didn't want them. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> Sounds messy. Yeah. So he, was, just, so, uh, he was done. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so what he, wedding? So 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 he, so he actually he actually gave proper notice. Um, and uh, and he, he told me he had a place, and um, the day of move out comes up, and I haven't heard from the guy. So I mean, it wasn't very long, and I I give him a call. I said, Yeah, I got a place, but I'm not moving. Said, what? <laughs> and this guy, I mean, he was, he 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 wasn't a bad guy. I mean, like I say, we we had a we had a relationship. We knew each other. He was a prison guard, actually, which I still rented to him. I, um, I, 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 I I I I won't rent to cops, but prison guards are are not uh, an excluded class for me. Cops and paralegals and lawyers cannot rent for me. I, I, that's act, that's actually on my list. But but, but I did but I didn't ever put prison guards down. Maybe maybe in the future I, mean, I should modify the list. I don't know. But anyway, so so he, so he gives me he, he's he's a long-term guy and he gives me an ultimatum. He said, "Look, I'm not going to leave. I I've got this place. I'm a single guy. I'm not going. Uh, I I'm going to stay here unless you pay me to leave." Now, I I knew I had a, a bit of a relationship with a guy um he almost always did what he said he was going to do. Um, you know, th- there were only a few issues. Unfortunately, I believed him. Um, so I said, look, I got a problem here. So, um, but he, um, yeah, he, he, he told him, look, you, um, if, if, if you don't rent to me, you, you're going to have lost rent. You're going to, you're, you're going to have court costs. And I'm just not going. Did he need, uh, did he need the money to move into a new place? Nah, did he, he didn't. Did he tell you any of that no. or is he just losing it? I, I, I suspect he probably, really what I, what I suspect, you know, there, there was a time when I ta- thought tenants did things just to, to get to you personally and every, all that. I don't really believe that anymore. I, I, I suspect what probably happened is he, he, he told his story to somebody at work and they said, hey, you don't have to do this. Here's what you're going to do. And, and, and you're laying, you, you, you got the advantage and. You're and, probably and, one of the inmates. Very, it very well could have been. I mean, you know, you, you, but but again, I, I don't think he was a bad guy. So he holds me up, and and of course my reaction is, really, after all this, you're gonna you, you, you're gonna do me like that. And I said, and um, and so so I said, you know, Jeff, I, I like you. I mean, you're a good guy. You, you're taking care of me, but it's nothing personal, man. It's it's, it's just business. And unfortunately, I really believe the guy. So, so we talk about a number. I can't remember exactly what it was. He said, you know, I want my security deposit in full and, and I want 500 bucks. And he said, you know, again, it's, it's, it's not personal. It's, it's, it's just business. And I thought about it a minute. I mean, you know, of course, my, my, my first inclination is to get over there and, and rip his throat out. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> Terry, Terry, uh, lift, lifted. Um, that probably would not have been a good idea. <laughs> 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 but it's, uh, if he's a prison guard, probably. Not. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so yeah. Okay, deep, deep breaths. Listen to the man. Talk to him. I said, I believed him. So I said, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, yes, you're right. It's gonna cost me money to get you out. It, um, at that time, this was Oak Park. At that time, yeah, um, I, I would have had to send him a seven day notice to quit in, in Oak Park, which uh, in Michigan, which means that after seven days, he has this notice. I can file for a court date. But I fully well knew that about that time, Oak Park was pretty busy. The, the, er, the earliest I was going to get a court date was going to be a month, a month and a half. And that's, that's for a court date. Um, if, uh, if, if he wanted to play the game, he could have found ways not to go to court. Even if he went to court, it, 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 it could have taken another 10 days. I mean, I, I, 
potentially I could have been looking at a two and a half month uh, uh, tenancy for with no money coming in. And I, and I looked, and you know, he was current on the water bill. Always, I found out that he screwed with the meter, but I didn't find out for a year or so. Um, but it, but at the time, I thought, okay, we're we're good. I, 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 he's got me over a barrel. There's nothing I can do about it. So I so I make the uh, uh, I make an agreement. So we we come up with um, the agreement is look, I will do this for you. I will pay you the security deposit. You must leave me the house in broom clean condition. And when, when do you want to do this? And we came up with a specific, a specific time. Um, that said, I, I need a couple of days. I'll have the moving van. We'll, um, meet, um, had to be in the afternoon because I don't really do before. I don't do, <laughs> I, I don't do tenants before noon. I mean, it's, so, so, so let's say it's one o'clock. And, um, so we, we have a deal one o'clock Saturday. Um, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to write him a check and he's going to give me the keys. Well, Saturday comes by and and I was on time. I mean, uh, I you know, it's like I didn't like it, but I was I made an agreement and I honor my agreements. I um I I think that's probably a large part of the reason that I get to do deals. Um I don't always have to write checks for earnest money, guys. People believe I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's a powerful thing. But again, I made I made a a crappy agreement, but I made an agreement. So I so I show up at one o'clock, and um. The, the 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 moving van's in the driveway and there's a cu- couple guys and well actually the moving van wasn't in the driveway the moving van was sitting in the front yard you know with uh, with a you know, uh, about three three inches under grade so I, you know, but, 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 uh, but I took another deep breath I, I figured it probably isn't the appropriate place to pick a fight on him for ripping rip, ripping the, dr- the the lawn up. Yeah. Deep breath, you know, namaste. So I go up to him, you know, and, uh, and, and but you know, but I notice as I'm pulling up that you know, that, that people are still pulling. He, he's got guys there. Um, they, they they look like they're friends, and they're still pulling stuff out. And um, I said, you know, he, he, um, I, I walk up. Terry sees me right away. I walk into the house, and I said, well, you know, let, let let let's look at what 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 it looks like. The house was actually pretty clean. Um, he 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 he'd, he'd cleaned it up pretty well. The floors were in good shape. Um, there's still some furniture there, um, and of course, it, it wasn't long. We say, "Hey, where's my money?" Uh, I said, "Well, Terry, uh, you know the, the 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 deal was I was going to come here. You would give me a, a house in broom queen condition and give me the keys. You don't seem to be ready for that right at the at, at the moment." He said, "All right." Yeah, well, how, you know, yeah, yeah, we're almost there. When are you gonna pay me? I'm not gonna pay you until you're out of the house. Um, um, because that, that, you know, that, that, that's her agreement. So, um, how much time do you need? He said, you know, I probably need two or three hours. Cool. I'm not waiting around for two or three hours. There's just no way I'm gonna do that. Um, so, well, you can write me the check and go, yeah, I got a better idea. Why don't you clean the house up, um, take everything out, Leave the keys um, on the counter when you leave, and give me a call when you're ready. Um, and then, then, then we'll come by. So we'll get the check. Then we'll talk about it. Then because I, I never, I never once lied to this man. Um, so, so, anyways, I a, a few hours pass, and and he gives me a call and said, "I'm out of the house." I said, "Well, is, is everything out? Yep. Are, are are the keys on the on the counter? Yep. Do you have any other copies of the keys? Nope." I said, "Thank you very much. When are we gonna get the check?" You're not going to get the check. <laughs> I said, you know, it's, uh, I said, wait, you guys, well, you, you promised it. Man, we had a deal. We had a contract. I said that uh, our, our contract was I, I was going to be here at 1 o'clock. You were going to deliver to me a house in broom queen condition uh, with, with, uh, with everything out, and you were going to give me the keys. I was there. 
I, I honored my part of the contract. You did not. Well, that's not right. Said, hey, man, don't worry. It's not per- nothing personal. It's only business. <laughs> <laughs> and so he got a taste of his own medicine and then karma comes yeah. to smack you in the ass it was beautiful beautiful i remember when i read it, i was like that's fucking great <laughs> i felt like it was a victory for every landlord <laughs> so, uh, 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 do, do we have anything else to discuss or are we, are we at great. the end, end of i don't know episode? i kind of want to talk but at the same time how do you follow that I've got a lot of stories. A couple of them are good. That's probably one of the better ones. But, so, but I, I, I think I've got a couple that will play better. But we'll, you know, guys, if you, if you like this stuff, you want to hear them, let me know, man. Because, I mean, if, if, if you don't let me know, Jeremy's not going to let me keep on doing this shit. So, Jeremy, tell them how, how, the, how they can let you know. All right, here, folks. Here is the deal. The deal is you help us get to 5,000 weekly listeners. We're currently at about 700. And we double the amount of content we put out. And how we decide what content to keep and what content must go is how many shares and listens we get. So here's, if you like story time with Jeff, here's what you need to do. First, on iTunes, rate and review. All right. I don't know why it matters. It just does. Also, either from the Damn the Recession page or the Renegade Detroit Investor page, I need you to share the links to this podcast all over social media. I know a bunch of you are doing it. I really appreciate it. If you like it, that's how you help us out, and that's how we're noticed. So if shows aren't doing well, they're going to go bye-bye, and new shows are going to come back. So this is this is your chance to vote. You like this show, listen to it, and share it, folks. Actually, I, uh, for some reason, I'm still on Bigger Pockets now. Um, um, that's where my blog is. That's where I started it. And I think I think Jeremy was the one that uh, challenged me to do that. I've got a fair number of entries out there. Um, this is actually one of them. It's called um, – I'm not sure. I think, I think it's titled Cash for Keys, It's Only Business. Bigger Pockets is a strange site. Um, I, I get a fair amount of, of views on it. Um, I'm not, and, and Jeremy tells me that that's kind of unusual for for a print media. I I think I write a lot better than I talk. But but Bigger Pockets rates things on comments. They don't care how many times you view it. Um, they, uh, there's no there's no mechanism for liking a member blog. But if you can if if you if you look for it. You, uh, you, you just say something. Say you were there. Say hello. Say I don't know. Say say I'm say I'm out, I'm out to lunch. I don't care. Um, they, they count the comments the same way, anyways. But they count comments, and um, and really, there's one story that I've got on bigger pockets that I'll tell. It, it's about um, how I burned my house to uh, how I burned my house, and I think it's titled "I Burned My House to the Ground." That one's a cool story. It's w- one of the ways that I actually did good. Um, it's on Bigger Pockets all-time comment list. If you guys do me a favor, it's a good story. If you think so, put a comment out there. Keep it on the front page a little bit because it's a, it's a kind of situation that won't come up very often. But if it does, um, we can do a lot of good for local communities. And uh, and and it's it's a it's it's a good story. It also has pictures of burning buildings, so it's a, it's Which actually kind of cool. Fun. Oh, it, it, I mean, and there's lots of pictures of burning buildings on it, so it, it's actually a, it's a cool story. Let me know you there and. I don't know. I'm going to turn it back over to Jeremy because I'm I'm off my train tracks right now. Well, you're uh, you, you you think you're listening to a free podcast, but I know you're not that person, right? So, go look up Bigger Pockets and go find Confessions of a Private Lender and say, "Story time from Jeff sent me." 
your blog is badass. And let's see how many of those comments <laughs> well, well, we the, can get. Well, the, the, cool, the, the, the other thing about story, about bigger let's, pockets let's is just that, fill them up with them. They they won't allow a link. So I, I started putting um, the links to the story time with Jeff on there. They only stay up for about a half hour or twenty minutes because it's got a link to an external source. They're weird guys over there. I don't understand it. I, I've given them a hundred pages of free material. Twenty of them which are, are pretty good, <laughs> but but it's, uh, but it's uh, but they as soon as there's an external link, they take the damn thing down. So you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe we can get them to change their mind. That'd be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> hey, before we go out, can we have uh, can we have the tomes talk about his blog real quick? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So so folks, if you don't know, we are sitting right here in Mark and Diana wow, Tomes. Far. Wildberry Farms. They're Farm. they're beautiful five acres around a bonfire. So um, my, my kids got to ride a horse for the first time ever. Country. Yeah. It's country as country hell. We're, 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 we're putting uh, uh, Tommy on the bull later on. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Better than the other way around. <laughs> How do you think I got I here? I still got scars. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to take the guy I rode the bull. So... <laughs> Mark, go ahead and pull that mic up to you and um, just talk about how you got, you know, why you started your blog, what um, what you talk about in your blog, and what do you think it's done for you, man? Just share. Well, I started a blog probably three months ago, um, kind of as a, I don't Jeremy pushed me to do a blog. He said, do one blog post a day for 60 you, you, days. You, you, you don't want to cross Jeremy. I, I never, <laughs> never would have thought. I mean, my first, I think my first comment was, what the fuck is a blog? I'm yeah. just, I'm not very savvy, um, but I did it. It's it's about my daily experiences, um, getting into, I, I just started, I got my license recently, so kind of just what I do daily to try to find deals. Once I have deals, right now I'm working on a rehab, so uh, it's a lot of my daily bumps um with my rehab and doing all my own work um so that's really what it is uh and what it's done is i I get a lot of people who say that they're reading it they know know, i'm reading it they see what i'm doing and yeah it's (laughs) jeff rabinowitz is reading it for christ's sake i mean yeah that that's awesome one of my favorite things to read every day but you had mentioned before that there were some benefits you hadn't considered i don't know if you remember yeah yeah. Yeah, share those it's a way for me to get my thoughts together you know i i can Kind of uh, journaling, you know, get my thoughts together, see what I've done. I, I mean, I actually have gone back and, and when I'm thinking about something that I did, like, whoa, when was that? You know, try to put a date to it. I can go back and reread old blog posts. So it acts as kind of a a storage house for thoughts and, you know, a journal. Well, people also know you're you're serious now too because they see what you're doing every day. They also know you're a handy guy as well now. So <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you'll 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 get over that. Well, that was that was part of the plan too. So uh, I, I yeah, pushed pretty time. hard for uh, for a short date just so he would experience this. Yeah, so. uh, this and it sucks doing yeah. all the work myself, hitting a date that oh, I you're missed. Just in time to talk about how doing all the work yourself sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for a general con. Contractor. Yeah. So, what is your what is your blog, Mark? Go ahead and share it again with people. How they get a hold of you too? Uh, MarkTomes.wordpress.com. Uh, get a hold of me on by my by phone at two four eight six eight six six eight three seven or Tomes Property Group at gmail.com. Uh, check it out. Give me a call. Yeah, General it's an awesome blog. It's one of my favorite blogs, and it's never more than a couple paragraphs either. It's great. Just like a little update. Here's where he's at. Sometimes it's got a picture. Sometimes it doesn't. I find it highly entertaining. It's worth reading, folks. Check it out. Check it out. Yep. So is that it? 
Yes, sounds good to me. We're done. Thank All right, thank folks. Thanks for having us, Mark. Jeff oh, Rabinowitz. Uh, go to LegalShield.com forward slash hub forward slash J Rabinowitz. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Damn the Recession. And that's one of those uh, pages you should share this blog post from. Also, go to Confessions of a Private Lender on Bigger Pockets. Check it out. You can email them, realestate at farmerjeff.com. Then we got Mr. Tommy Desmond. Go to tommydesmond.com for all things Tommy Desmond. And Mark Tomes at Mark, what is it, Mark? MarkTomes.com. MarkTomes.com, people. Don't. Don't go to my website after you go to Tommy's. Go to You got to do it in the right order. It, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. If you visit Tommy's enough, he told us he'll put the kilt on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm putting the kilt on anyway. But. Yeah. <laughs> the question is, what's underneath the kilt? That's a surprise. If, if, if there's anything underneath the kilt, then it's just a dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. And if you're interested in attending any of the local Renegade Detroit Investor meetings, go to uh, meetup.com forward slash Renegade Detroit Investors or facebook.com forward slash Detroit Investment Club. Uh, for those who are sharing and rating and reviewing, I really do appreciate it. That really does help out. I'm serious, folks. Go to Bigger Pockets, look up Confessions of a Private Lender, and say, Story Time with Jeff sent me here. This blog is badass. All right. Start with the one on the fire. Let's see if we can get a hundred comments. Up. Yeah. Let's 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 let our little tribe light it up there and push that right back up to the top. And thank you everybody for listening. I know you could be doing lots of other things. Thanks for having us, Mark. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Story Time with Jeff. And Bye-bye. until next week, peace. Lunch-a.